say that is, it taught me some things. Just taught me a little bit about life. Taught me a little bit about uh, how to get around. But most of all, I learned if you own stock in dollar rent-a-car, you should sell right now. I went to the airport when I arrived, and I needed a car to get around, so I went there, and this gentleman, probably a fine gentleman doing his job, rented a car to me, and I've never been to Nashville in my life. And he, he gave me directions of where I might go in the city, and, or not in the city, in the parking lot to get the car, and from there, I went out in all of Nashville, and I found my way around. So, sell stock in dollar. But I can tell you, there's a feature in this car that I was given that was remarkable. It had a GPS navigation system. It had the OnStar thing. So how it worked is, you'd press the button, and you could tell the computer where you wanted to go, and it would take you wherever you've been. Now at this point, some of you might be saying, Pastor Joe, that is old news. We've known about that since 2005. Well, I can tell you, it's yes, that's true, but I can also tell you it's remarkable how it made me feel, though, when I was in that car. I'd never been to Nashville in my life. I was driving a, a different car. I was on strange roads. It was rainy and it was dark, and yet in my entire journey, I, I sensed a confidence. I, I could settle into my seat and I could know that no matter where I was going, where I was headed, I would arrive at the destination I was hoping for at just the right time. Between that car, the roads, how the GPS worked, the navigation system, I never once looked at a map. I could just listen to that voice, that, that little voice, and it would tell me where to go. In fact, even if I went wrong, even if I went wrong along the way, it would redirect me into the right path. Today, I'd like to talk with you a little bit about navigation, but not so much navigating Nashville. Maybe you'll go there someday. It's, it's a fine town, I'm sure. But really about life. As we go through life, how will we find our way? How will we have confidence that where we're headed is the right direction? How will we know that what we're doing is going to get us to where we're going to be? And maybe some of us are even sitting here saying, I, I would like to have that kind of confidence, but some things have gone wrong. Some things maybe even in the last week or in the last few days where, where we would say, man, I just don't know where this is headed. I don't know why I'm on this road. In fact, it seems like my life navigation system is just a little bit off right now. Exodus, Exodus chapter 13 gives us a whole lot of insight into how God speaks into his people so that they can know the direction, the place they might be, where they might go. And I think if we listen in, God's insight and direction can give us confidence no matter what we might, what we might be facing in life. I, I'd like to share three truths with you today. And it's not about me. It's not about you, it's, it's, it's about our Savior, it's about our God. And if we understand these three truths, I believe we can have the confidence we need to navigate in this life. To give you a little bit of background information, Exodus is really chapter two in a, in a longer book. 
if we were to understand better how it all fits, Genesis is chapter 1, Exodus is chapter 2. And it gives us insight into how God works with his people. In, in Genesis, we're introduced to the story. It's, it's told to us how uh, God would, you know, brought life into things. And we start hearing about Abraham and a covenant. In Exodus, we start hearing about deliverance, how God redeems his people. He takes them out of bad places, takes them out of places where they've been, and takes them to a new place. And in Exodus chapters 1 through 12, we learn about the deliverance. Last week, Pastor Kim talked about the Passover and how a person can be redeemed and saved. They can be covered by a sacrificial lamb and be delivered out of Egypt. And that was a symbol, a reference to what Jesus does for all of us as we grow in our faith, as we understand him, and as we turn our lives over to him, this sacrifice of Jesus becomes real for us. Chapter 13 is a pivot in the book. It takes us from out of Egypt into what we're going to do next. And in that pivot, in that transition, we begin to understand that God wasn't just about trying to save his people, like redeem them, just save them from that situation. He wanted to show a way to live. He wanted to show us this better way to live. He wanted to give us confidence that in this life, we might find a way, we might find a pathway along and live this life that he has planned out for us. There's a verse that we could look at this morning to help us maybe understand that better. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 12 says, In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and with confidence. When you think about the life or the week that you've had, the transitions that you might be going through, maybe you could look at your children and, or your grandchildren. You look at them and they're going through stages. We can see it more easily in them, the stages that are going through. I've seen along the way, when from the smallest of infants, it, it changes so rapidly and they go from those little things they can't hardly do anything to far more capable than their personality starts coming out. Or maybe we get to the middle school ages and we realize the, the real vibrancy and life and character that these people have. All these transitions happen. As parents, I know I look at my children, I, I'm excited for them, but man, it scares me because how many things can go wrong in that life? When I think about, as I get older, I think about the job transitions or the changes I've had in my own just pathway. How many times did I not know the direction that it was going? I think about my dad right now or my parents. They're going into retirement years. There's a whole lot of transition there. Things change. Things transition all along. God doesn't leave us, though, unaware of where we might be. He tries, he doesn't even try, he, he makes a way and he shows us this pathway and we can step out with confidence, we can step out in freedom that this is the way. So let's look into these three truths. Let's look at Exodus chapter 13 
And I would invite you to turn with me to Exodus chapter 13 to find out a little bit more about that. We're going to be starting with verse 17. We're going to be picking up where the, they're, they're going to be moving out of Exodus. They've, the Passover has happened. They've, they've been liberated from the Egyptians and now they're just getting ready to head out. And there's three truths. The first truth is this. First truth is that God knows us. This can give us confidence. Verse 17 says, When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though it was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God leads them straight down this road to a dead end with a dead sea. He takes them on a journey that's going to take them 40 years to get through where they need to be. Now, if you read Deuteronomy 1 verse 2, we can read there in Deuteronomy 1 verse 2 that it was only 11 days worth of traveling to go from from Egypt to the promised land. Why in the world would you take 40 years to go 11 days? Does that make any sense at all? Except that God knew his people. He knew exactly what they were facing. He knew what they were challenged with. He knew what was going on. And he said, I, I know the first fight, the first adversary, the first challenge they're going to face, they're going to give up. They're going to go straight back to the things that are going to hurt them, be cap, captured. It's, it's going to make, just. it's not going to work for them at all. They weren't ready. They weren't ready for a fight. If you read the next verse, verse 18, I think it's interesting. It, it says that they were marching out as if they were going off to war. So they, they, they put their swords on their sides. They got ready to march out like as if they're going to battle. And I can just imagine God in heaven going, oh honey, that's so cute. You're, you know, you're ready for war. But he knew, he could see inside their hearts. He could see inside their hearts and say, you guys are not at all ready for what you might face. We can have confidence in this world, we can have confidence in this life because God knows us. He knows what we can handle, he knows what we can take on. Perhaps, maybe, maybe the reason why no one is able to listen to what we're saying, you know, we're, we're on this different pathway and it's, it's taking too long, maybe the reason why, maybe God knows we're not ready for what might be next. Maybe God is saying, let's go a different way for right now. Because he knows us, we can be confident that the road I'm on, even if it's not the one that I would prefer and the one I would like, it's this better road. God gives us confidence because he he knows us perfectly. It's not by accident that we might be where we are. If you wanted to know how well God knows us. A psalm that I would encourage you to go to might give us insight. And I, I took just a couple of verses from this psalm. This is Psalm 139. Psalm 139 says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. In verses 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me. 
and lead me in the way everlasting. What does God know about us? He knows our anxious thoughts. He knows our worries. Think about it. What is something in the last week, what were the things that really brought worry to your heart? What were the things, if you could point to right thing, what's the undetermined thing that you might have in your life right now? The thing that you know has no answer right now. You're somewhere between I know I can't go back there and I know I might need to go here but I'm in the middle and I don't know where this is. We can praise God that he knows us and not only does he know us, he knows our eternity past and he knows our eternity forward and he can put us right on that path to where we need to be. That's a great God. That is an amazing God that we, we can trust in. If you're having anxious thoughts, if you're having concerns, if you're having worries, Psalm 139 might be a, a passage to turn to to give confidence for what we might be facing and what's ahead. So we can have confidence because of our relationship with God, because He knows us, but we can also have confidence in Him because He keeps His promises. You read the next verse in Exodus, Exodus 13, verse 19. It almost is like a tangent. It's a side, it's a side bar in what's going on. I found it interesting to, to see this one in there. Let's, let's read what it says. Exodus 13, 19 says, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. So Moses is getting ready to leave Egypt. Can you imagine the discussion he might have had with his wife? Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pack that extra water bottle. We're going to be in the desert. Um, some extra sandals. It gets cold at night. Oh, and don't forget the bones. Don't forget Joseph's bones. Can you imagine? Why in the world would you travel around for 40 years in the desert with some old bones? I don't think Joseph knows. Does Joseph care where his bones are? But apparently he did. God keeps his promises. Over 400 years earlier, God had spoken into Joseph, you're not gonna, going to be staying here. You're going to go with me to the promised land. Can we just remember this? God keeps his promises Think of all the promises. Let's just try to remember. I'm not going to even get into a tenth of them right now, but what are some of the promises that you might remember right now? That he is faithful? That he is with us always? That his grace is sufficient for any of us? That he forgives sins? That he loves us so much that he sent his son Can you imagine all the promises? All those promises that you may have heard, they're all true. And they will all be fulfilled. Something that might give you confidence. He promises that I will return. I will redeem my people. I will bring them with me. If we're in a spot right now where we have anxious thought and we have worry and we have concerns, we can rest assured of this. God will bring us and he will bring all of his people 
to where we need to be. That gives us confidence in, is life a mess sometimes? Do things have uncertainties? Are we in a spot right now, perhaps, where things are really not where we wish they would be? Perhaps. I'm not trying to pretend that that is not going on. But what I'm saying is, God in his strength and his wisdom and his power is setting our lives on a course for where we need to be. 400 years is not a problem for God. Getting us to where we might need is not a problem. Now, the, the issue that we run into, though, is what? We're human. We see things in minute by minute. We see things by, by segment by segment. In 70 or 80 years, we think it's all wrapped up and over with. That's just, even as Christians, knowing we have eternity, we don't see things that way. But as we begin to understand God's perspective, as we be, begin to understand the way that he sees things and the way he keeps his promises, it's a whole lot easier for us to start saying, okay, I know this isn't the way I like to see it right now, but this thing is lined up for the future. This thing is settled for us. That's a truth that can give us confidence for this life for right now. The final truth capitalizes on the first two. So God, God knows us. God keeps his promises. But God is also giving us direction right when we need it. His directions are clear. Exodus 13, 21 says, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so they could travel by day or by night. As I said, when I was in Nashville, I'd never been to this city before. And I'd, I'd have to hop on the Interstate 24 and go to the 440 and then it'd take a little side road here and then this and that. The GPS directions, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, it gives you the timely directions and the, the insight you need for when you need it. So if you're driving at highway speeds on the interstate, about a mile and a quarter before your exit, it'll tell you, get into the right lane, you're going to exit here. Things are going to change, you're going to need to get over here. Or if you're going to the left lane, you know, slide over to the left lane and take that exit. When you get off, it's turn by turn, as you need it, when you need it. No GPS designer would ever give you directions five stops ahead. Why? What would happen? We'd be confused, right? Especially if you're in a new place. Seven directions ahead, two directions ahead, whatever it is. No, God gives us our directions that we need when? Right when we need it. Step by step. Our God looks at us on a day by day. Does Okay, let's not confuse things here. Does God know the eternity forward and past? Is that crystal clear to him? Absolutely. But what is he giving us? He's giving us our directions in this moment when we need them. I can just imagine if the GPS, uh, when I'm driving in my car, would it start saying, and don't forget... Three turns ahead, don't forget to be in the left lane, but then the right lane. Where would I be? I would be somewhere in Chattanooga by now. Okay, It doesn't work that way. God, look, look at what God does for these Israelites. By day, 
he had a pillar of cloud. So by day, I'm, you're going to see me. It's like this. And then by night, there's going to be a pillar of fire. And it was always right in front of them. Now, I can tell you right now, I've never had a pillar of cloud or fire to tell me the direction. But there's been times I've wanted that. Can you imagine you're interested in a young person? You know, you're interested in, in this young lady or young man, and you're like, man, what if God would just put a pillar of fire right above their head? Then I would know exactly what I'm supposed to do. Or should I take this job or not take it? Maybe that's a good, you know, the cloud then goes with us. But no, that's not what happens. What does he do instead, though? If we read through the New Testament, we find out we have the Holy Spirit that guides us, that speaks into our hearts. How many times has it happened where you said something or the right words came to you where you know that wasn't necessarily from you? That was the Holy Spirit speaking into you. If you ask for wisdom, we're told that God gives it, and God will give us his Holy Spirit to speak into things, to know what to say. Just this last week, I read about someone, they, 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 wrote, they wrote in a note that someone had brought groceries over right when they needed them. Now, can God work through a grocery delivery service to speak that he's, he's remembering us? Absolutely. Think about this. What does God also give us? He gives us his word. He gives us the Bible. He shows us what we need. Now, what, one thing I was thinking about this lesson or this, this directions that's God giving me, they're absolutely clear, but when do, we, when do we best listen to the directions that God's giving them, when, when God's giving them? When, we're, when we know we're going to need them. If we're anxious and we have worries, a lot of times the words of the Psalms that give us peace speak more true to us. When we're unsure in a relationship, those words that teach us how to handle relationships become more clear. It's when we need the direction in a given time, in a given place, that's when God seems to be the most clear. Because we finally have turned our ears on and we're able to listen to what he's trying to say. So God gives us confidence for life. And he gives us three truths to live by. He, he knows us. So he knows the direction. He, he fulfills his promises. And, and finally, he, he gives us the directions we need. Day by day. Piece by piece. Right when we need it. When I think about my day and my life, I, I want that confidence. I want that in my life. I wish I could, like the confidence I felt when I sit in that, sat in that car, I wish I could have that all the time. But just being honest, I don't always feel that. Now, I, I know that that's what I should be. Okay, I'm a Christian. I'm even a pastor. I even have a degree. I went to college to be able to say this stuff, all right? But I can tell you, I don't always have this confidence, not the confidence that I wish we have. So what's missing? What's wrong with me? 
maybe the thing to remember most at this point is, and the thing, I guess if I could send you on and send you home with this is, all of these truths don't depend a bit on me. They rely completely on whom the character of God is. I don't know if I know myself real well. I definitely don't know everyone in my world real well. But I can trust in this. My God knows me. And so he will bring me to where I need to be. I, I don't rest in my confidence because I know me. I rest in my confidence that he knows me. I don't always fulfill my promises. Has it happened to you where someone made a promise to you and they, they failed? They let you down? Happens all the time, right? God's promises don't fail. So it doesn't rely on my promises or my friend's promises or my family's promises. It's on God's promises. That's what our confidence is in. What about direction? God promises his direction. He gives us direction for when we need it. And we can have confidence in that. I praise God that it doesn't rely on me. It doesn't rely on any of us. One final verse to maybe wrap this all up today. John 8.32. John 8.32 says this, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I wonder how many of us are trapped, sometimes by our own thoughts, our own words, Maybe the mistakes we made. We might be saying, Pastor Joe, I went off the wrong track. Can I tell you, when, my, when I went off the wrong road in Nashville, you know, what the, you know what my GPS said? Recalculating. And it brought me back. I am confident that even if we've made mistakes, even if we screwed up along the way, God's wisdom, the way he knows us, his His direction is coming to his people so that we might get back in line with where he wants us to be. Again, it's not confidence in me. It's confidence in our Lord. It's confidence in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. I thank you for the wisdom and direction you gave to the people of Israel to show them a way to live. I thank you and praise you, Lord, that you give us direction. You can give us confidence for life. I pray that we would remember that you know us, you keep your promises, that you give us the direction, and let us rely on that, not on ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, just a um, couple of words on your way out. I'm looking outside. This is pretty cool, what's going on out there. It's pretty crazy. Um, drive safe. That would be the main thing. Uh, secondly, um, we do have uh, couple of events come up. Guess who's coming to dinner? Today was supposed to be the last day to sign up for that. I'm guessing we might have some grace when it comes to signing up for that. So if you're wanting to, um, take some time, but also we'll want to get the word out to people that, that can't do that um, today. And